0: Hey everyone, Aaron Noonan here, Repco Supercars Weekly, part of the V8 Sleuth podcast, powered by Repco for 2021. It's our look at the news and views, numbers and notes from the Repco Supercars Championship and on the weekend, a little soggy at Sandown in Melbourne, but uh, the toes are starting to warm up and the shoes are starting to dry out, but nevertheless, uh, big weekend of racing, great to have supercars back in Melbourne, great to have fans in the grandstand, uh, but Shane Van Gisbergen, he was the man, three wins from three starts. Busted Collarbone, and they still could not beat him. Qualified 17th on Saturday, still couldn't beat him. Uh, he has started the championship with amazing form, amazing speed, and he's got a championship lead now of 150 points. A three-peat sweep on the weekend. First driver to do it since Scotty McLaughlin. Did it at Hidden Valley in Darwin uh, last year. It gives Van Gisbergen five wins in a row to start the season. First time anyone's done that since Mark Scaife in 1994 in the Gibson Motorsport Commodore. Of course, back in those days, though, they were 20-minute sprint races, so Van Gisbergen's uh, efforts are probably all the greater, considering also that it's individual qualifying for each race. So you don't get to start from pole because you won the previous race, as was the case back in those days in the championship. It's got uh, Van Gisbergen to five in a row to start the year. The best result for the start of any year is, is six. Skafe did it in 94, Alan Moffat in 1977. But I reckon the Kiwi's on target here to claim a record that stood since 1996 with Craig Lowndes for most race wins in a row. That's eight. Van Gisbergen's up to six. Remember, he won Bathurst in October last year. So if he could get two more in Tassie, that would get him there. And I think it'd be even more impressive considering Lowndes won 20-minute sprint races and got to start from pole every time, given he'd won the previous race. But for Van Gisbergen, he's had to qualify individually. He's had to win a Bathurst 1000. He's had to win the Mount Panorama 500. He's had to deal with the broken collarbone and go through the rain at Sandown. So that would be amazing if he could do it. Of course, Van Gisbergen dominated the headlines on the weekend for good reason, too, because it was an amazing performance. But there were plenty of other stories to be excited about, too. I thought Brody Kostecki's drive on Sunday was sensational, on the podium for the first time for Erebus Motorsport. He is, would you believe this, the 155th driver, It's a lot of drivers, uh, in championship history to score a podium finish. Dave Reynolds, he's been on the podium plenty of times, not since the Gold Coast in 2019 he rounded out the podium in the final race on Sunday to give Kelly Grove Racing its first podium as Kelly Grove Racing, of course, uh, the team formerly known as Kelly Racing. Great to see so many fans at Sandown on the weekend, a COVID-safe crowd. Of course, it was pretty quiet in the paddock, apart from competitors and, and those working in the industry, but great to see that grandstand really light up and make a noise when the supercar action was rolling along. Chaz Mostert, eh, tough weekend, wasn't it, for Chaz? The Wilkinshire Andretti United car started so well. Looked so solid but really didn't get much of a result. A broken throttle cable in that last race bringing him undone. Uh, The Shell V-Power Racing team, Scott McLaughlin's come out swinging on social media to defend his old team. I think there's probably a few fans of that team who are already tired in just two races, uh, two rounds I should say, of not winning any races. But Anton Di Pasquale, they had an engine drama with that car in race four, the first race on Sunday. Uh, They replaced it and got him going again. For the final, Will Davison off the road on Saturday after Nick Percat got by him and uh, filled up the front with grass, had to make a late pit stop to uh, unblock the air intake there. Had a spin in the wet, managed to bring it home in fifth in the last race. So two drivers that we know are virtually uh, going to be up there at some point, but not quite there at the moment. So we we'll wait and see how DJR can respond Next round of the championship takes us to the Repairs Tasmania Super Sprint. Simmons Plains Raceway down in Tassie, just outside Launceston, April 10 to 11. So a great chance for our Tassie fans to see the supercars again after missing out due to COVID uh, last year. Let's recap the points in the Repco Supercars Championship. And Van Gisbergen leads the way. 6.05, 150 clear of Jamie Winkup. Chas Most at third, just 13 points behind Winkup. Fourth is Cam Waters in the Monster Mustang. He's only another seven away. So despite Van Gisbergen clearing away, it's pretty tight between his chases. Uh, Mark Winterbottom's fifth. He's 24 points off Waters. Will Davison's sixth. He's another 34 behind. And then Andre Heimgartner, and Nick Perkat, Dave Reynolds and Brody Kostecki Round out the top 10. Kasteki sneaking into the top 10 with that uh, podium finish on Sunday. Team's Championship, well, unsurprisingly, Red Bull Ampole Racing lead the way, 1,060 points. Walcontour Andretti United are second on 7.25. Tickford Racing third, Team 18 fourth, and Kelly Grove Racing uh, sitting P5. P6 is Dick Johnson Racing, not too far away behind them. Now, on this day, I love doing this on Repco Supercars Weekly. It's March the 22nd. We're going to rewind back to 1970 on this day, and Alan Moffat scored his first Australian Touring Car Championship race win in round one of the 1970 championship. It was at Calder Park. So uh, in Melbourne, just as we were on the weekend, just at a a different venue on the original Calder short layout. He beat home Brian Foley and Jim McEwen in a pair of Porsche 911s on board the famous Coca-Cola Trans Am Mustang. It was lovely to see Alan out there at Sandown on the weekend. Uh, a birthday today too, Tickford Racing co-owner Rod Nash. Happy birthday to Rod, former Supercars Championship racer himself. He turns the big 6-0. The big so congratulations to Rod Nash. Don't forget, visit the garage online, repco.com.au, repco.co.nz. It's your chance for competitions, content, access to a range of cool stuff. It is your digital destination for all things automotive and motorsport. Head to the garage through the Repco website. Don't forget too, the Mad March sale is now on in the V8 Sleuth online bookshop until March the 28th, up to 25% off a range of items in the bookshop, uh, books, prints, DVDs. Jump on the website now. It's bookshopv 8 Sleuth dot, com dot au. it runs until march 28 now our next episode of the v8 Sleuth podcast powered by repco comes up on wednesday will dale and i are at the desk as we answer your questions and we've had a whole pile of mail for q a this week uh, some of the topics the tasman tiger traddy's toll car EB Falcons, Legends of Motorsport, Supercars Offshore, and plenty, plenty more. Make sure that you tune in on Wednesday when that podcast drops. In the meantime, review us, subscribe to us, tell all your friends about the V8 Sleuth podcast powered by Repco. It's your motorsport podcast of all sorts. Of course, next Monday, we're back with another edition of Repco Supercars Weekly. I'm off to dry out my shoes from a weekend at Sandown. hope you enjoyed all the supercars action on the weekend. We'll chat to you on Wednesday with another episode of the V8 Podcast, powered by Repco. Do you know how to find the right oil for your car? Now you can find out quickly and easily online, thanks to Castrol's rego to oil tool. Simply type in your Rego, select your state, and within seconds you'll know the best Castrol products to unlock the edge of performance in your car. So what's your car best suited to? Just search Rego, the number 2 and oil and find out.